Hi guys, welcome to my sesh. My name is Nikki and I am the creator and host of the Black Sheep in Powder Pink. Now is the time to fill your glasses to the rim and pack your bowls a little fatter than usual. There's no filters here and no guidelines. Absolutely nothing is off limits. It's all sass and no shade. Are you ready? Let's go. If you aren't rolling up with OG in powder pink, then my first sassy question is gonna have to be, what the fuck are you waiting for? Check out my favorite high quality accessories at www.oginpowderpink.com. You're not only blessing yourself, but me too with your support. Since the flame that fueled the spark behind finally following through with starting this podcast was OG in Powder Pink, I figured that it would be the best time to tell you guys about OG, what it is, what it means to me, and really fill you in on the journey to my dreams. Trust me when I tell you guys that I do not even... I don't even know where to begin and I have pushed this episode and talking about it when I originally wanted it to be like the first episode because I feel like it was such a complex story that I don't even know like I really don't know where to go or like I don't want to overwhelm you guys with too much information and then we're all zoned out because I I like to word vomit and when I started recording like eight times ago I kept getting lost in the story and jumping from one conversation to another because they're battles that I've literally faced and still face to this present time so I'm gonna try my hardest to stick to my skirt but I do apologize if you're lost at any point um I'm gonna make one thing clear right now I'm fucking lost too, so don't follow every step that I take. Um, but I'm trying my hardest, and I know I'll I'll, I'll stick to what the purpose of this episode really is, and um, and that's to tell you guys about OG. Um, so I guess the best place to start is telling you guys what OG is, and OG is. An essential stoner kit that I created by combining my favorite products that have worked for me in two different ways. Um, in accessories, like in the sense of an accessory and a solution. Um, these include, these accessories include um, smoking tools like a joint roller, grinder, lighter, or blend splitter, things like that things to that effect. Um, and then the solutions include things like eye drops, hand sanitizers, and odor eliminators. Um, I kept it personal to me by using my favorite colors, uh, creating like literally every single part of the fucking design from the products to the website. I, I created everything and it was so important for me to truly make something of nothing and start from scratch and do it all myself. I wanted to know my product the best, gain as much knowledge as I possibly could have in in the industry um because I just hate as a person I hate being unprepared and I hate looking stupid in situations that I could have easily known better had I done my research, you know? So when I tell you it's taking me years to get here, I mean it. And 
and it's really taken me a while to get here because it's it's one thing to close your eyes and envision yourself in this position and living this life and having these things but then it's another thing to actually sit there and commit to doing the work to get you in this position because one thing about living in your purpose and like living your life to live the dreams that you want for yourself is that your dreams are your dreams your ideas your inventions what you want what you want to create for yourself those are all images that you see for yourself in your mind like only you see yourself 10 years from today and only you see what you look like what you're doing how you're moving only you see those things and it's like yeah, you could have the greatest fucking invention known to mankind. Like, you could have the cure to fucking cancer. But if you're not doing the work yourself to create the cure or to create the latest whatever the fuck, it's not going to be done. So it's like, it took me a minute to, to kind of like understand that I have to create whatever I want for myself on my own. And it's on my timing. Like, comparing my timeline to other people's was the biggest fucking mistake I ever made. And the second was not believing that I could have done it myself. But in reality, it won't get done if it isn't you. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Hopefully you guys do, because... I don't even I don't even remember my fucking point. So I'm just going to get back to wherever the fuck I was. See? An example of word vomit. So, like I was saying, when I tell you it's taken me years to get here, I fucking mean it. And my heart grew for this industry the day I got high for the very first time. And it's so embarrassing and satisfying to share because it's a day I will never forget and not for the best reasons either um so one day i was doing what i did best ditched fucking fourth period mr culture's class um with this girl who ended up being my best friend till i left gardena so shout out to her um setting her positive vibes but anyway she had asked me if i wanted to smoke and like i had mentioned well i don't even know if i mentioned this or not but i had I, um, I was a new girl in school um and I just wanted so desperately to find my niche I literally started going to Perry like in the middle of the second semester in seventh grade it was like super clicky and if you're gonna sit here and tell me that you didn't do the most to try to fit in and make friends you're a fucking liar and you need to go to church so I was like, hell yeah, sis, pass that shit to the left, left, like, I'm right here. And she was like, okay, but can I have your pen cap? And I was like, hmm, okay, like, if you need it, like, sure, I don't know what that has to do with getting high, but for sure. Um, So we go over to the girls' locker room, and she makes this hood fucking contraption from a pen cap and a metal pencil link connecting the eraser and a pencil like the fuck so she she didn't hit the shit before me but my common sense knew like what side to hit the the shit from um 
But my baby ass brain lacked the knowledge that was most important in this case, which was how hard I should have hit this thing because y'all, when I tell you that my throat was on fucking fire, I mean, my throat was, it literally felt like I sucked the devil's dick and God was instantly striking me down for that shit. Like, obviously, like the drama queen that I am, I looked over at her fucking eyes, bloodshot, nose full of fucking snot, and just all around, visibly not fucking okay. Hysterically was like, call 911, I'm fucking dying i'll never be the same person after today i am not okay the world is not okay like i i don't understand what the fuck went wrong i don't know what's going on full on panic mode like out of i was tripping balls and the little bitch never called 911 she didn't even take me to the nurse's office but she did walk me over to the the little water fountain contraption thing and it 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 didn't fix shit because if anything, my next concern was whether or not my insides were fucking drowning. And I will never forget the day, not for the reasons I would have thought to honestly put this experience in a better perspective so that you can imagine it. It didn't even feel like I hit the weed. It felt like all I did was inhale butane and it was just complete from top to bottom a fucking shit show it was the worst most traumatic experience for me but it did it changed my life forever and before this moment i i battled with mental health issues for years prior and i was really really sad i was a sad kid and i was misunderstood almost always alone and my my parents to say this nicely pretty much fucking sucked um, to some, how my mom helped me with my mental health, it's, it's just beyond me. I would go through depressing binges, binges, bleh, binges when I would just sleep, cry, have a fucking shitty attitude, overeat or just not eat at all. I had anxiety around large crowds, small crowds. I was antisocial. I didn't know how to make and maintain friendships. So I didn't have people that I could confide in or eat. And even if I did, I I didn't even know where to start. Like, it's literally not something I can put a finger on. Um, I'm not a licensed therapist and I'm not an expert in mental health disorders. But when I can tell you what what I can tell you (laughs) is that Things like depression, anxiety, OCD, these are all disorders and you cannot help but go through it. Like they don't come with the fucking switch that you can turn off and on or choose to ignore when you don't feel like going through that mood swing. It's literally a chemical imbalance in your brain and it's completely out of your control. It can come from past traumas, current traumas, it comes and goes when and as it fucking chooses, okay? Not everyone goes through it, and I'm sure not everyone goes through it, but I'm sure you guys could fucking relate in the sense that everyone goes through emotions, even if it's happiness, when they feel like the feeling will never go away. But for me, it was depression, and I on top of depression, I had to 
deal with anxiety and just a bunch of undiagnosed shit that I felt like I was I was just an outcast misunderstood and no one honestly cared to 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 learn about what the fuck I was going through as a child like I had no adults around me who were just willing to to learn why I was going through this and figure out how to guide me through going through this you know it's it's really hard to explain um but when I would go through these binges my mom would she'd just be so over it she'd be tired of my attitude and lack of effort and just everything around me um and she just chose to go about these frustrations in the complete wrong way um she literally would just add flame to a fuel that just did not need to be sparked because one she lacked any knowledge in mental health disorders and two she didn't care to educate herself on mental health disorders so i have you know a greater opinion on that but we'll save that for another day instead of me being taken and seen and treated and diagnosed by all means by a licensed professional um she used to look me in the face and tell me to snap out of it or just wake up and be happy like okay mom i i totally woke up and decided to be fucking miserable today a plus plus on the life advice i can't wait to share it with my child like you know you know yeah that was that was like the advice that i got when i was dealing with my bullshit and it's like for someone who's trying to navigate life and has no fucking friends because she's a fucking loser and has her mom like what do you do with that like they're you're kind of fucking limited with that so i got to a point where i was just like fuck it like you're not giving me what i need i'm not getting what i need from you so i'm just gonna start you know doing me and my mom would my mom likes to blame her culture and the way that her mother raised her for her lack of whatever it's whatever it is but you know like now that i'm a parent and i literally had to deal with that shit there's no way in hell no way in hell i can live to see my child suffering the way that i was and not do anything about it but it's beyond me and one of the dopest fucking things about being the black sheep is you're not even being the black sheep for your discomfort you're literally doing this shit and going through these emotions and feelings for the family and generation to come after you because i guarantee you that after dealing with all this bullshit the kids and the family that is to come what i'm gonna build after this no one is ever gonna feel this way like there will not be any just ordinary black sheeps in my my family like i'm gonna have the most colorful fucking tree you've ever seen because fuck that like there the world is so colorful and the fact that some people want to make you feel out of place because you're a different color is bullshit and we're gonna normalize fucking wacky color palettes like what the fuck why not right guys i also want to keep in mind there is no bad guys there's no bad guys i'm not talking 
shit or blaming my mom for my fucking ish to my mom or blaming my mom for my issues my dad sucked because he just wasn't fucking there too so honestly (laughs) whatever shout out to them for teaching me what not to do okay so anyway my attitude problems that were developing as a preteen already casted me as like the little casted like this little black shadow over me in comparison to the rest of my cousins and my brother I already felt like the black sheep before I got before I was getting high and I was miserable but after I got faded I knew I was a black sheep and I didn't give a fuck and I was happy and getting faded was more than just being high for me I was literally set off I I mean out set off goddamn might as well join migos at this point i'm sorry about that um but i was literally self-medicating before i even knew what self-medicating was like obviously it was you were able to get your medical your like your your medi and you could have gone to the dispensary but i just i wasn't there yet i was like you know 13 maybe but it just you okay keep in mind this was a time when we needed ten dollars for one fucking gram and there's like eight people piecing up on this ten dollar gram like snoop was fucking rapping and asking people if they had a five on it smoking weed was just as bad as being caught with coke it was just not not something that anyone was fond of it was hard to get if anyone knew you were a stoner it just you became the person that your parents warned you about. You become a disgraced member of your family and graduate to a master's of the devil's lettuce society. It's it's fucking crazy. It I didn't understand why and how being a stoner was such a bad thing when it brought so many great things to me and my livelihood. Um, over time, I became you know, a weed connoisseur enthusiast, I guess you'd say. And I knew everything that there was to know, like strains, how much, like the cost. Um, and with this came a careless demeanor, um, when it came to just me and all my shit, like leaving things out, not hiding the scent, smoking at the last minute, just stupid shit that like, that I knew would get me caught. And so it was like, Nicole, went from she's always moody to nicole she's a smoker i literally jumped from one thing to another tied to lifestyle choices that did not align with the people i was surrounded by so again i naturally found myself where i left myself and that was being the black sheep misunderstood like before but this time 10 times fucking happier so i really didn't give a fuck on top of the weed industry being normalized over time and at this time, so was the internet and its evolution. When I was younger and online, we were dependent on dial-up. And if you were on the internet, no phone calls were coming into the landline because it was always just one or the other. So my mom always knew when I was online, which was all day, and she would be so pissed off at me, but I didn't give a fuck. Like I had to fix my MySpace page and get lost on Tumblr. And one day I was on Tumblr when I stumbled across this picture that it was obviously photoshopped because there's no fucking way in hell that you would have fit all these accessories in a tiny bin like you know those tiny altoid mint bins um but anyway i was 
I was over the moon over it. It was like a little piece, a lighter, uh, like the weed canisters. And I loved it. I was like, I need to have one. I don't know why, but I, I've always been so in love with anything tiny. I love small things. And I felt like that was the smallest, most low-key thing I'd ever seen. And how could I ever get caught with weed when I have that? You know, like, and I just, oh my gosh, I came across this picture in 2006. And since then, I had always envisioned myself creating something like it, but like 10 times better, Um, better shipping, you know, quality of products and real solutions to problems I came across in my lifespan of smoking weed. And it was important for me to create these solutions because one, they make me feel a lot better about myself. And two, I want to stand by and represent what I love, but also something that many people aren't fond of. So I wanted to be respectful while I did it. And I I'm literally all about saying fuck what everyone thinks and do what you love and do what makes you happy. But I I also want to be respected and I think that we need to give it to, to get it back, you know? And I learned early on that God commands we respect thy neighbor even when they don't deserve it. And I don't know if it's just me who finds a text small as fuck when he talks about this. Something that can easily be overseen or ignored. And with the way that people be acting, sometimes I feel like the passage was a mistake um, on the disciples' end. But I thought I would do what I could and contribute to the piece by adding solutions that benefit you and (laughs) your neighbor. The Clear Eyes Hand Sanitizer, Odor Eliminator, Chapstick, guts bag and candy all have a personal story behind them an everyday stoner with years behind their daily sashes don't need an explanation everything included makes sense they're not impossible items to find individually but why fucking bother when i did that part for you and when i'm feeling extra loving i don't think any other smoke shops bedazzle goodies just for shits and giggles you know Doing these things and adding little extras is not work for me. I want to do it. And if if I could give a fucking kit to every stoner I knew for free, I totally would. And hopefully one day medical insurance can cover these expenses because the, even though they're leisure purchases, not one fucking thing is non-essential. And I put essential in my brand because I know everything I push to people who I even people who I don't know whether I know you or not it's beneficial to you in more than one aspect um if I can be anything I want to be the person who makes you feel supported heard valued and creating a product geared to make your life easier makes my life feel like I'm living out purposefully um it allows me to create a platform for like-minded people who feel misunderstood and when in reality they're doing what most can only dream for which is living in their true purpose and being the og version of themselves being a stoner is not being a loser it's not being a deadbeat disrespectful or stupid it's making the decision to be optimistic to things that have proven to be beneficial for our human minds and bodies I created this kit for stoners like me, the ones who don't use that they got high as an excuse to keep them from being great. 
for productive stoners who thrive high, who multitask and continue conversations and interact with the world around them. The worst thing that we have allowed for the world to believe is that marijuana is a gateway and a drug to an endless list of narcotics that continue to grow and in reality it fucking isn't the people who are around us the people who are around you are the gateway drug our parents families teachers counselors and unsupported friends are the gateway fucking drugs the shit talkers the haters the poor sports the cheaters the people who have no fucking morals or self-respect those are the people who are the gateway fucking drugs you cannot remember to be og to yourself and just and just act like everything's gonna be okay you have to remember to be og to you and i know like what the fuck nicole that sounds stupid but it really isn't like i've caught myself doing some things that i didn't like to please someone else countless fucking times and still do sometimes till this day but we cannot do that anymore we have to stop that shit it isn't cute and our sons will not shine that way don't let yourself get caught up in clouds. You have so much power and control over your own outcome that I still can't believe it most days. And others, others, other days, other days I listen to my podcast and I, I release new episodes and listen to them the day after. And I see that I've gotten like followers and subscribers and it's just, it's one step at a time. One step to a clear day, one step to to your vision and moving in the direction of my happiness is ultimately for me it isn't meant to make anyone else happy it isn't meant to be anyone else's last name favorite color date of birth fucking shoe size nothing and i know i go into every situation with a clear mind a pure heart and good intentions so even when things don't fucking work out in my favor I'm able to find the good and goodbye even when it hurts and feels impossible to pass because being the black sheep in every aspect of my social being put my life in a standstill and I had to learn the hard way that standing still doesn't mean shit because the world and everything around you is going to keep going life is not fucking fair bro we all get dealt some shit cards at some point and we all get these fucking cards we all get our turns we all get our karmas and generational curses and i'm gonna fill you in on one of the most life-changing advice advice hacks whatever the fuck you want to call it that i have ever ever been given and i hope that you guys can remember this when you guys feel stuck or confused and and it's just, I hope that you feel something, okay? I hope it does something for you. I hope it does what it does did for me, for you. You know what I fucking, you know. When someone doesn't align with you, when someone does you wrong, hurts you to the core, or angers you beyond belief, and you decide that this friendship can no longer go on, Say whatever the fuck you have to say to them or in your notepad on your phone, but let that shit out and 
I mean, with your words, <laughs> not just a fuck you go to hell, but I mean, let it out. Hey, you hurt me because blah, 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 blah. And right now I need you to kiss my ass or I need you to keep your distance and let them do what they want with that. But it's your job to let go right after. And trust me when I tell you what they gave you, what they did and how they made you feel will come back. Um, and it will it will hurt 10 times more because your face will be the first thing that they see. But causing them harm, manifesting horrible thoughts and things you wouldn't want done to yourself and the people you love is not letting go. It's it's growing darkness inside you and leaving no room for all the good shit that wants to fill you instead. Um, keeping these things in mind helped me push to get here um, instead of of sticking with you know the easy way out which is pointing the finger and being angry like why does this person have a better life than I do and why do they have nicer things than I do it's important to hold yourself accountable and and push yourself to get the things that you want um instead of being the black sheep tied to all the ugly things people made me think I was and my attitude was honestly becoming it I decided to the to to be the black sheep but the black sheep in powder pink because that's my fucking color and some days when i'm feeling frisky i'll fucking throw some glitter in the mix but that's when i want the fucking glitter and honestly packaging glitter is really just sounds so fucking messy and i'm just not even gonna go there and as i as I grew with my smoking accessories with time, like starting with that stupid ass pen cap to graduating to a fucking blunt and joints and bogs and rigs and and shit like that, I can, I hope for OG to grow uh, marrying that timeline. With your support, I can only hope to grow to become better educated for myself and provide you all with the best products. This is the first of many episodes on my story behind creating OG and Powder Pink. Um, it's 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 such a powerful part of my brand because it's beyond me. It's it represents my fight for mental health. It represents my my passion um, behind me and what I sell and what I want to represent. Um, unfortunately, I had to go through a lot of, of time alone when I felt like I needed to be supported to, to get the mental strength that I needed to push myself. Um, but I don't want everyone to go through that. I don't want everyone to feel like the world is against them because it's really easy to get caught up in that, in that mindset. And it's not fair. Um, it's not fair to feel alone when there's so many people in this world who who feel the same and who feel like they're going through their hardest times um it's just not we're all human beings and we have a right to have the things that we want and our finances and the hierarchy that we are in life shouldn't determine that so um you know you guys supporting me 
allows me to create a platform for for people who need the support and I want to be there and I want to create connections for people who who need that for themselves because I know I need it too and I don't want to keep you guys for long because I'll have your ears for the rest of my years um and I want to tell you guys about some bullshit that I dealt with at the bar because you know y'all came for some tea and your girl never leaves you with the glass half filled she's gonna fill it all the way and you know you're here for this part right like I would appreciate a break like can (laughs) sis can I get a break with the drama please like I just want to have fun but then God said not my strong soldier not you so are you guys ready for the bullshit (laughs) the bullshit that I had to deal with last week honestly kind of made me cry but whatever are you guys ready so I was at the bar with a friend we had attempted to record the first homie podcast which was clearly a baby failure because it's not posted um and shout out to the guy who rides bikes bigger than the car that he drives but anyway so we get to the bar a little past midnight our goal was to have a one and done and get back to writing so we get there already low-key zooted and we get our drinks go outside and start rapping we're literally out back smoking and rapping for like the first hour babysitting our drinks and i'm like i'm gonna go get us one more round and then let's go because final call was about to be called anyway so i go into the bar order our drinks he comes in with our mutual friend and we're just chopping it up by the pool table you know minding our own business but you know like you know that pestering feeling like the feeling that someone is watching you from a fucking distance so i started feeling this way and i was like yo like what the fuck there's a there's a huge group of like fucking nine nine to twelve girls who are just staring at me i do not recognize a single fucking person like i am dead ass i don't recognize any of these bitches and i look over at the boys and i'm just like yo like can you guys do you guys peep this like they're rolling their eyes at me and i feel i feel like some tension like some confrontational vibes so like just i like i i'm a people watcher so i like people watching and i like being prepared because crazy shit happens anywhere you never know So they glance over and they're just like, yo, like you're tripping, like brush it off. Maybe it's the alcohol talking, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, Nicole, you're tripping. Like, ain't nobody hitting on you. Like, you know, so I let it go. Um, We continue the conversation, finish up our drinks. And it's like, before I know it, it's 2 a.m. I ordered, I had like already ordered my Uber at this point. It was just like 12 minutes away, but I made my way out back to finish my drink since the bar was literally closing they were kicking people out and i'm just standing there um we're waiting for my uber and at this point it's just me and my homie that i went to the bar with i it was just us two i was chugging my drink his girl was gonna come pick him up and i was you know about gonna go about my my i was gonna go on my merrily way okay and the two guys that we were chopping it up with the whole time that we were there, they randomly walked up to us and 
he one of his names Rudy he's just like I think that you should go with your feeling like I think that the feelings that you feel are so right like you should just 1000% go with that feeling I'm gonna stand right here where's your uber so that you can go with your feeling and I was just like hmm hmm like go with my feelings so and then I realized like I look up and it's like the group of girls are sitting there just staring at me like I like they were all starving hyenas and I was a fucking thick ass roasted chicken like they were hungry and I was the fucking meal and I've never I'm not a gangster I'm not hood affiliated I've never ever ever been in a situation like this and I was just like yo like I had already gave my homie my bag I gave him my phone like I was gonna go first of all going balls blazing I already imagined myself like the fucking pink power ranger like just whooping all these fucking things asses like what I was about to fucking kick ass bro like so I'm like looking and and he knows a couple of the girls so I guess I don't know I felt like he was chopping it up over there then came back to confirm like there's some hater ass bitches whatever and so yeah he's like I I think you should stick to your feeling which is pretty much confirming to me that they wanted to fucking jump me for some reason and I'm looking at my friend like well what the fuck's going on so they're just like we're not gonna leave you so it's like me in the middle of this triangle with my three guy friends and my uber gets here so there's like six girls who are at the table right at the back table where i was sitting and there was a whole other group of girls who were missing and remember there's like nine to twelve girls originally this is only half of the group right so half of the group guys was sitting at the table beside the one I was standing at and the other half of the group guys guys was in the fucking parking lot as I'm walking to my uber the girls that were at the table start following us out and then homegirls that were standing at the car were just like waiting for me like how like, is this not the craziest fucking story ever? Like, how the fuck? And, like, the guys all walked me while I'm in the middle to the car, made sure I got in the car nice and safely, you know, nice and tucked into my seatbelt. And I was just literally like, what the fuck did I just narrowly escape? Because that was, un- like, I didn't even, like, what did I do to these people that they fucking hate me? Like, it was weird it was scary bitches are weird i literally fucking cried because i was like why do these fucking people hate me and my uber driver was like super confused like whoa like i'm gonna get you home right now and i'm like i just want my dog you know like all super fucking extra as fuck because you know my middle name is extra and it was just it was so crazy like how crazy is that have you guys ever gotten jumped or like been in situations where like people were just wanted to physically cause you harm for no fucking reason like 
let me know let me know how you guys dealt with it because that was really crazy and I just I'm not I, I don't think that way I don't understand or result into violence but I will whoop bitches I was like don't blame me but I just like why for what what do you get from that I don't get it but if you guys get it let me know I'm totally open to the the discussion um and yeah I hope you guys liked the fourth episode. Thank you so much for everyone who's like still tuning in. Honestly, I wanted to cry last week because like the whole Tuesdays and Thursdays things was just not working for me. Happy 422. I'm so sorry that like I didn't post on 420. I totally wanted to, but you know, 420 activities resulted in me you know just sleeping and then i was like oh my god i'm gonna just post one on 421 because it was like 420 yesterday totally with the vibe and then i was like you know what we're gonna wait for 422 because it's like 422 do you get it do you guys get it so i think that's what i'm gonna call this episode like it's 422 so like thank you for joining my sesh i hope you guys smoked fat and drank big while you were while you were tuned in okay um hope you guys like the content that i've i've thrown at you guys so far i don't know what i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna talk about next week but like i said in the last episode whatever comes naturally whatever feels right i'm gonna just blah, 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 word vomit you know the vibes I love you guys. Please remember to be nice to everyone, especially me. Um, yeah, head over to my Instagram at the N word if you want to continue the conversation. And don't forget to bless yourself with some high quality essential stoner kits at www.oginpowderpink.com. I love you guys all so much. Happy fucking Friday. Have a fat drink for me. Have a million drinks for me. Have a great weekend. Wear condoms. Be safe. I love you guys. Drive safe. No drinking and driving.